Good morning, everybody. It's good to see you all. We've got a, uh, a special morning this morning. You know, one of our, the things that we love to do over uh, at the start of the year is to, um, to gather uh, as a prophetic group and just to hear what the Holy Spirit has to say to us. And, um, and so every year we want to, at the start of the year at some point, uh, to release some prophetic words. So that is what we're planning to do this morning, which is exciting. And um, that's what uh, we've got in store for you. So I'm going to just very briefly share with you um, some thoughts, a bit of review over the last year. I'm going to invite five of our prophetic people uh, to come up, share their word, and then going to wrap it up. And then next week, Ash and I will try and pull it all together and, um, and just begin to kind of work through what that means for us. Okay, so... God is good. Hey, I just love, I just love Jesus. He's so good. I mean, I, you know, getting up on the stage to preach after a worship time like that, I said to Ash, I don't think I want to get up and preach. I just want to carry on worshiping the magnificent name of Jesus because he's so glorious and so worthy. Um, but we also worship him through, you know, many other ways just than just singing. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm getting up here as an act of worship. Let me say that. But continue to worship Him in your own hearts. Continue to make Him your Lord and make Him primary and give Him primary seat in your own, in your own heart uh, as you hear the Word of God. And, you know, Jesus says that um, you know, the, the Word of the Kingdom is like a seed. It's like a sower that plants the seed. And I pray today, as every time we get up to preach and, 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 uh, and minister, that, our, that the Lord would find our hearts a good soil and that every word of the kingdom that would be planted in our hearts would be, <clears throat> whether it's a word from the, you know, a living word of the Bible, or, or whether it's a prophetic word, which obviously comes second to the, what's written in the Bible, but that those, that the word of the kingdom, <clears throat> excuse me, would find place in our hearts and would bear much fruit. Okay, so let's have, do a quick review of last year. <clears throat> excuse me, I have a frog that needs to go. Yeah. Okay, so last year, uh, let me give you a quick summary of some of the prophetic words that were released last year. Uh, at the start of the year, there was a number of words that came through about this uh, 2020 being a year of reset, a, a year of redesign, and a year of restart. Anyone feel like they got reset in 2020? Anyone feel like they got restarted or redesigned? I think, yeah, multiple times. It was like, we're on, no, we're on. We're, we're, no, we're not. Oh, we're moving forward. No, we're not. But there was been this, this, been this place of the Lord doing an amazing thing. I don't think many of us saw the actual pandemic, but the, the sense of a reset of the Lord wanting to reset our focus upon Him, reset our attention and our affection to Him, reset our time and the way that we, we spend our time, even reset the way that we um, that we you know, do things in the kingdom. And uh, that's been a year that I believe is still ongoing of the Lord bringing a reset and a redesign and a restart. And so I want to just say, keep pressing on for more. The second thing that the Lord spoke to us last year was a renewed commitment to the great commandment, which is love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And, the, great, uh, and um, the second is like it, which sort of fills the great commission as well, is love your neighbor as yourself, or go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, teaching them, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you to do. And I don't know about you, but a sense over this last year of the Lord bringing us and wooing our hearts into that greater place of intimacy 
intimacy, into that place of loving him with all of our hearts in a way that um, I haven't experienced for a while personally. <clears throat> and then that call into discipleship at the end of the last year, feeling that, you know, a few messages and you know, going into all the world, and we've seen uh, an increase of, of that, particularly in, in Durham, uh, in um, the Lord opening up uh, parts of Durham to us to, to minister the gospel. The third thing that was spoken was about the Lord, uh, a new wineskin, that wineskin actually not being necessarily a physical wineskin, but the wineskin of our hearts, I think goes along with that renewed commitment to the great commandment and great commission and a reset. The Lord redesigning our hearts, bringing us a new wineskin, preparing our hearts for the new wine that we believe is coming. The fourth thing that he spoke, that he spoke to us about was exposing darkness exposing darkness in government, education, Hollywood, in marriages. Uh, and I think it's fair to say that we've seen a lot of that over this last year, and we're continuing to see that darkness being exposed and, um, and the light being turned on, and we just say, Lord, more of that. Um, the fifth thing, if I'm, my numbers are right, yes, uh, was a, a renewed focus on deliverance and an ongoing focus of the purity of heart. Actually, during the year, the Holy Spirit spoke um, to us and, uh, and Erica, who will be speaking, uh, one of our prophets sharing today, um, developed, started to teach and train some of our, our church family into uh, greater levels of deliverance. And, um, and just a sense of God wanting to set us free from the idols, from the things that hinder us. And, um, and there's an ongoing focus for each of us of being pure in heart. Yeah? Because we have been loved by Jesus. We've been called by Him. He's called us. Because He's laid hold of us, He's called us to lay hold of Him. And part of that is to walk through the issues of the heart that stop us from fulfilling our destiny and our calling. And part of what stops us is the demonic realm, the darkness that's within us that the Lord wants to set us free from. And then the, uh, the sixth thing uh, is this, the Lord said it would be a year of proving and testing. <laughs> Well, let me say a couple of comments about this and the last one. I don't know about you, but there's nothing like being at home, stuck indoors uh, for the issues of the heart to come out. You know, I, I, I have great mercy and great um, love and affection for all of our, uh, our friends who have young kids who have been trying to um, look after young kids and work from home and just, you know, keep jobs going and, and just live life while, you know, in, an, in a home, maybe in even in an open plan home that's kind of hard to, to um, you know, to find some space to. So my hat's off to you, all of you who have managed to do that over this last year. But what it's done for, if it's anything like me, it's pulled out some of the darkness. It's exposed what's on the inside. And sometimes you think, ugh. That's not very kind. That's not very pleasant. Even, to be honest, even this last few weeks uh, and what's been going on, it's an ongoing work as, as I've been uh, just seeing what, what's happening and some of the things that people are saying on uh, either the extreme right or the extreme left. It's many things in the name of God and it's pulling out of me this sense of, am I actually going to follow the great command to love? Okay, we can call out, we can, we can call darkness, darkness. We can, we can point out the issues of people's hearts. But actually what Jesus said first is to see the, the log in your own eye before you pull out the speck in someone else's. And this, what's the Lord's been challenging me even, even this morning uh, is are you going to love? Because anything that's not of love is darkness. And we're called to love and we're called to live in the light. The Bible says in 1 John chapter um, one and four, that God is light and God is love. 
Two sides of the same thing. That the holiness of God is the purity of God is His light, but the purity and the holiness of, his, of God is His love. And for, if we're to walk in light, we're to walk in love. There's no option for that. And so the Lord has been proving us and testing us in that time. I think just, let me move on quickly. The, the only thing that I think as I reflected on the words was one of our prophets last year gave a prophetic word about Trump winning the second term and then Pence winning another term and California turning red. And I think I just need to make a comment about that because there's been a number of prophetic words about uh, Trump winning the second term and uh, that I think need to be addressed. The, f- the first thing I want to say is there is a difference between Old Testament prophets that were required to get it right 100% of the time and New Testament prophets. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 9 says this, we know in part and we prophesy in part. So we don't see it all, um, uh, but what we are called to do as prophetic people is to be accountable to where we think, where we have got it wrong or where we haven't, where we haven't heard properly or we haven't uh, done, uh, said the right thing. And so I'm really blessed to see many prophets repenting, national prophets beginning to repent for, for those words. But as we think about uh, that word, there's a number of possibilities of uh, what could have transpired for all of those prophetic words and this own prophetic word from the stage that one of our prophets gave last year, for those words to, to be wrong. And so there's a, a number of possible timing things, and, uh, and I'm just going to submit them to you without any sense of my own perspective. I have a perspective, but I'm just going to give it to you as it, as, it, as it is. The first thing is possible that the timing was wrong. The second thing is possible that those prophetic words came through a, a, a filter, a presumption, a personal bias, or a personal desire. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 13 verse 3 it says this that God says that there there is an opportunity for prophets to prophesy their own hearts and from their own spirits not from the Holy Spirit and so he also says in Ezekiel 14 verse 4 if 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 somebody comes with an idol in their heart and they prophesy the Lord will speak to them with that idol in their heart and so it's possible that the filters that the presumption that the personal bias came through and there was an idol in some hearts and that the word that came uh, with because of that. That's a possibility. The third possibility is that there was a change of parameters based on a human response. You know, all prophecy is conditional. And, and so I'm not saying that it's due to a lack of prayer. It could well be due to pride, due to arrogance. It, it could be some other things that, that, that you know. The, the fourth thing that is possible is that it was God actually removing our dependency upon man-made systems and partisanship. He's exposing idolatry, perhaps, and showing us that he can bring all things into subjection under him, despite what happens. You know, here's what I want to finish with this before we get the prophets up is revival doesn't depend on a man. Revival doesn't depend on an elephant or a donkey. Revival depends on the one who is faithful and true, the word of God, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the one that we see is heaven's champion in Revelation chapter 19. What I do know in all of that is that just because there's some prophetic words that seem to have not been right, that we're not to throw out prophecy. Thessalonians, uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 20, 21. I, I just, it's interesting to me how many verses the Lord's speaking to me at the moment that come out of verse 20 and 21 being 2021. But anyway, that's just an aside. So 1 Thessalonians 5, 20, 21 says this, do not despise prophecies, test everything, hold fast to what is good. And so I want to, I feel like the the prophetic words last year uh, in, in the big picture realm, I would have given a pretty high score. 
of, of accuracy, obviously some things that we've got, uh, not got right. But um, I'm excited for what God has for us for this year. And so I want to invite uh, our, the, the five people that I have, um, uh, we've spoken to, that's Patricia, uh, Cal, Rochelle, Erica, um, and Laura, if she's here. I'm not, I haven't, yes, there, there you are, Laura. Sorry, I hadn't seen you. And um, welcome these guys. These are all people to, to, um, in our community that um, have a track record in hearing from the voice of the Lord, have a track record um, both locally and in some cases uh, uh, nationally and internationally um, of of speaking the word of the Lord for the day, for the hour. So I want to take a moment, I want to invite you to open your hearts, to listen to what the Lord has to say. There are, it's going to be a little bit like drinking from a fire hose, but we're recording it so you can go back and watch it and we'll be working on getting some... um, some uh, transcripts and other things out at some point as well. But anyway, Patricia, over to you. Thank you so much, Murray. That was a super mature uh, talk about the prophetic. Thank you. Um, just for the Catch the Fire, Raleigh, three points in general. I feel like a theme uh, verse is going to be Philippians 3.14, that I press on towards the goal of the upward call of Christ Jesus. I press on to Jesus. And I just love the song selection in the worship this morning. It was very upward focused. It was very focused on him. And as long as we exalt Jesus Christ, there'll be no end to the level of glory that God's going to pour out in this place. I also want to encourage us to press on for miracles. I see the Lord giving us phenomenal signs and wonders and healings and miracles. And I believe that that's going to be for many of us, the nameless, faceless, all of us praying. But I just want to highlight, I feel like JT, uh, I feel like JT, you need to keep pressing in for miracles because God's going to put you at the point of an arrow arrow for many miracles and signs and wonders. uh, Thirdly, for here, um, I felt like the Lord was saying that there is going to be the church plants, Catch the Fire, is going to plant a phenomenal amount of churches. Right now, John and I work with some of the church planters. There is a lot of people that are planting Catch the Fire churches across America and uh, in, in Canada, and there's more to come. So watch what God does with church planting in Catch the Fire, even internationally. I feel like that's the Lord. I want to add some things just on a, on a broader scale. Uh, there's two revivals in American history that I think are going to be highlighted in these years. Number one is the, I don't know if you are aware of the Civil War Revival. There was a Civil War Revival of 300,000 soldiers equally split between the South and the North that came to Jesus. Look it up in the history books. And I believe that we're going to see a revival that from the left and from the right, and that God is going to move in a great uh, cloud of glory. I've woke up these last three mornings with this song running through my head, and it's this. I hear the sound of rain. He's coming to America again. As the waters cover the ocean, so his glory covers the earth. And I encourage you to just go look it up on YouTube. Autumn Katz, it's a girl. Autumn Katz wrote the song, and I feel like it's an anthem. It's an anthem for America right now because God is coming into this nation. And the... uh, um, The other thing I I really felt like him saying in the other revival is Azusa Street. And Azusa Street was a revival of a African-American man. He was blind in one eye. He was not allowed to sit in the teachings of Charles Parnum, who actually was his mentor. And yet he went to Los Angeles and a revival broke out amongst this humble man who would have probably, he was, he was so humble, he, he would have been happy behind a camera as opposed to in front of it. Watch the African-American church arise in this year. I believe that God is going to 
to raise up the revivalists, the worship leaders, the incredible move of, of the Spirit amongst this group. There's something about God highlighting this uh, coming together again. And you know, I had a dream this morning. I woke up with a dream, and basically it was just in short, it was like we were in community. And I do believe, I don't, I'm not saying you got to move, but that there will be some that actually live close to each other, a community. And um, in, the, in this dream, we were all really working together as the body of Christ for the same goal. And in the dream, I won't tell you, of course, who it is. You probably won't know any, who this person is. But there was somebody I found really irritating in Toronto. And yet, in the dream, we were working together to see this guy get deliverance. And I thought, wow, this is awesome. You know, in other words, if we could just not shoot at each other, I believe the Lord wants to bring unity to the body of Christ, that we uh, may have had irritations with others, but this is time for unity. This is a time for us to see we're all going towards the same goal. And there's something about God's glory that helps us, you know, get there for the same goal. goal. And uh, these three phrases he gave, worship through the warfare, worship through the warfare, worship is essential in your home. There's been an attack on worship, can't sing in church, you know, haven't been able to gather, you know, in different states. Worship through the warfare, prophesy through the pain. In other words, hear God, hear God as to what he's doing. And the third thing kind of surprised me, he said humility through the honoring. And I thought, God, that seems strange. But I feel like the Lord's saying the wealth of the world is coming into the church. I really believe it. I believe that God's going to highlight many, many believers into, into different positions or whatever, even financially. But meekness and humility is crucial or the E will be brought down. And so I think these are important lessons. Worship through the warfare, prophesy through the pain, humility through the honor. And another uh, quick scripture is uh, Matthew 10, 16. Wise as serpents and harmless as doves. We need to learn from the persecuted church. Really crucial we learn from the persecuted church. And you know what? This wise as serpents, harmless as doves, we don't need to always express your opinion in a public forum. Somebody hear this. We don't need to always express your opinion. We stand on the truth of the word of God. We don't back down from that. And yet, I feel like the Lord wants to give us wisdom. Wise as serpents, harmless as doves, that we know when to speak and when not to speak need to learn from uh, from the persecuted church. So there's going to be an incredible uh, move of glory. Watch out for what God does and uh, worship, worship, worship and community. Amen. Thank you, Patricia. Good morning, everyone. Whew, aren't you so excited? I mean, when I hear that, I'm so encouraged, right? And I love it because Jesus is an encourager, you know? So um, 2020 was a wake-up call. Does anybody agree with me there, right? And the Lord said to me, but Rochelle, there are still many that are asleep. Be prepared in 2021. There will be a higher level of persecution of the church in America. But count it joy when you go through these trials because in them you grow in me, says the Lord. Those who are sold out to me and only me will prevail in this season. But those that have their toe in the water of my spirit and are lukewarm will fall away. But the Lord says, don't be surprised. He said, even my disciples that walked with me when I was persecuted, they did not stay with me and they walked away. 
right? And so he said to me, he said, do not sleep. Do not take a nap. Stay awake. He said, when I told my disciples to pray and be on watch, they went to sleep. He said, pray, stay alert and be prepared. My bride will shine in a time of darkness. The next thing he told me was season of messy warfare. And I'm like, Lord, what does that mean? You know, I want to be an encourager. I never want to bring something that's not encouraging. But he just reiterated to me, he said, this means there may be casualties in the war, of he- the war ahead. Many in the church are walking away. And he said, fresh encounters and continued hunger for the word in 2021. But those who have a hunger will be in a season of preparation for the upcoming harvest. Prophetic theological schools will emerge. And we've heard that in 2020. And I think he really wanted to just reiterate that to us for 2021. And we know the scripture of the year for 2020. And I think 2021 is what he's telling me. Second Chronicles 7:14. If my people who are called called by my name, right? They're called by my name, will humble themselves, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. They will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Uh, The Lord said, those who earnestly seek my face in 2021 will receive heavenly strategies. How many of us want heavenly strategies in 2021? The Lord will continue to give strategic blueprints for prayer in 2021. There is a fresh fire being released for spiritual warfare. As you pray with this fresh fire, a new level of holy bravery will fall upon God's people. This bravery will be established so my children have the courage to walk in their authority. And this doesn't mean walking in authority isn't to condemn or I know everything and you don't. This means walking in authority to release the kingdom of God in the earth, to prophesy to the dry bones, right? So I just want to reiterate that. Press into him in 2021 and you will receive realignment in your heavenly equilibrium. Now, as I was writing this, I have to tell you this. I was writing this and I was actually, the Lord had given me the words, but then I was kind of just mapping them out. And I was actually getting my car worked on and I was alone in the waiting room. And as I began to write this, you will receive alignment in your hev- with your heavenly equilibrium. And then he said, those who have had their equilibrium shaken by COVID election and civil unrest, the Lord wants to heal in 2021. And literally as that happened, the room began to spin. I got vertigo and I was hanging onto the chair and I thought, oh my goodness, like do I tell somebody here that I'm spinning? And as I hung onto the chair, It was very scary, actually. And the Lord reminded me, Rochelle, what's happening in the natural is happening in the supernatural. And as I grabbed onto that chair, the Lord said to me, hang on tight. And as I hung on to Jesus, the room stopped spinning, right? So what he's saying is, we're going to get in alignment with our heavenly equilibrium. We're not going to step into the whirlwind of the world, but we're going to step into Holy Spirit. The Lord will continue to expose evil and deception in 2021. The Lord showed me a dark room that is used to develop film. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but he showed that to me. And he said, as the film is exposed, you will be able to see the full picture. First of all, how many know we see in part and we know in part? We all think we have it figured out. But the truth is, I think at the end of the day, we're going to realize we all got it wrong. That's my personal thought. The Lord says, I will expose the dark and deal with wickedness. He will expose the twisted root in government 
and hidden sin in the lives of believers, but he will lavish his love on those with repentant heart, and he uh, and those with repentant heart, and his love will bring them to him for redemption. Wave and new wine, 2021 is a time of continued preparation for the incoming wave of my presence. This wave will not be like any wave you have seen. The color, the size, and the shape of the wave is unique to humankind. But it's not unique to me, says the Lord. I have written it in my book since the beginning of time. When my children are standing on the shores, you can feel the waves come in and out. If you're standing on the shore, the Lord showed me, and you're looking at your feet, you can feel the waves come in and out. When the wave goes out, you, you, your feet begin to sink in the sand. It feels a bit uncomfortable as you watch your feet as they're sinking. Whatever you do, says the Lord, do not look at your feet. Look to me. There is a new wave of my glory coming that will sweep you off of your earthly feet into my presence. When the next wave of my presence is released in the earth, you will be overwhelmed with my goodness. Trust in me in this season. I am not withholding from you. Oh, it's good, isn't it? And the last thing he gave me was know your hand in 2021. So I saw somebody hit, hit you know, if you're playing a card game and you have a hand of cards. So I saw a vision with someone with the hand of cards and the Lord spoke to me very queerly and queerly quickly and said to me, tell my body, know your hand in 2021. I said, okay, Lord. He said, play your cards right. The Lord will show you what to lay down and what to pick up. And so I just bless you right now. I bless this word, Lord, and I thank you. I don't take it lightly, Lord. And I just thank you, Father, that you, you love to talk to your people and you love to prepare us for what is coming. And I just thank you for your faithfulness, Father, with your people, Lord, that heaven reigns, Lord, no matter what we see, no matter what we feel, heaven reigns. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Rochelle. Cal. There you go. Good morning. What a weird year we've had, right? What a weird year. What the Lord has been saying to me is that what we experienced in 2020 was an awakening of this new era, but it's just the beginning. Last year we, would, we were told it would be a year of reset and clearer vision, and unfortunately, I don't think we had any idea what that meant, and we've seen some things that we probably wish we hadn't seen. We have an understanding in a new way how things can change so quickly. But the Lord wants us to take note of what we've learned because you're going to need it, not just for what we've been through. Abnormal is the new normal. I keep hearing that. The stage is being set for the billion soul harvest, and we are right in the middle of it. What a phenomenal time to live. It really is. There's never been a time in history like this. And what we've experienced so far will seem minor compared to what is coming. Take some time to reflect on what you have learned 
begin to prepare for more difficult times in the future. And do not be lured into a a place of complacency. The Lord has allowed us to be wakened up from complacency. But 2021, I believe, will be a year of emotional rest and rejuvenation, but we won't begin to experience that for probably about another six months. It'll be a year once again to find our bearings and to take a breath. If you look at the world's events and activities, it will seem like we are in very desperate times. Keep your eyes on the Lord, not on what you see happening in the world. If you begin to look at things on the outside as real truth, you're going to miss what the Holy Spirit wants to show us. Spend time with the Lord and ask questions and know that he loves you. 2021 will be a year of reboot and things will begin to take off. A new window is opening. This will be a year of opportunity and fresh starts. In the middle of what seems to be desperate times, there will be opportunities to prosper. New opportunities will present themselves, but different ones than possibly you have thought in the past. As we begin to experience new opportunities, we're going to say, oh, may, maybe, but be willing to take these things to the Lord and get clarity on them. There'll be money to be made and ground to be broken for new business ventures and new ministry opportunities if you're willing to think outside the box a little bit. Ask the Lord. Corruption in government, business, law, and media has been exposed to the greatest degree we have known in our lifetimes. This is only the tip of the iceberg. We can expect to see continued exposure of this corruption. The Lord desires justice, and he will move on our behalf as we are willing and committed to pray for our nation and for his justice. The Lord is not surprised by this. He's known all this all the time. It's because he is revealing more to us if we're willing to humble ourselves and come into his presence and say, Lord, we need you. For too long, we've turned a blind eye to much of this, but he is faithful to bring redemption to us. Seek the Lord while he may be found and call upon his name. Isaiah 55. As a body of believers, we've been made even more aware that church is not a building. And we have been stretched to find new ways to relate to each other. Satan has desired to see the body separated, isolated, and divided. He has attempted to bring hopelessness and despair, but this is not what is happening. The Lord is drawing people together as never before to find fellowship with him in new ways. We must ask the Lord what our new normal is supposed to look like and then be willing to change. A deeper level of intimacy will allow us to hear his voice more clearly 
and allow us to understand what we are being called to right now. This is a time to be encouraged, excited, and engaged as we begin to go deeper with the Lord. What the enemy has meant for evil, God has meant for good. Have you noticed, this has been uh, just in my heart this week, that the Lord's greatest miracles are usually manifested in times of the worst testing. You can think about Moses, you can think about Daniel, you can think about all these, these situations. You know, Acts, Acts 4, Peter and John just got out of prison. Go down to verse 31. It says, and everything around them was shaking. They didn't ask the Lord to stop the shaking. They asked the Lord for more of the Holy Spirit. So let's ask the Lord for more of the Holy Spirit. I just want to say one more thing and then I'm done, but I kept hearing today in worship, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Let's, let's do that. Awesome. Thanks, Cal. Cool. Good morning. I'm going to start today with a scripture and then share the word that I heard the Lord say. Isaiah 60. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the peoples, but the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. God has been speaking to me that for 2021, awake, arise and shine. He's calling the Davids out of their caves and the Daniels out of their prisons. I hear him saying, arise, come out. This is a season to step out, step out, step out. I hear him saying, Isaiah 60, arise and shine, your light has come. Behold with boldness your victorious, risen king, the eternal one who sits on the throne and remind yourselves of whose you are and who he is in you. Receive and be baptized fresh and new with the power from high, from him who gives without limit or restraint his very own Holy Spirit. He is offering new mantles. I hear him saying, put on your armor, sharpen your swords, the word of truth, return to purity, allow the Lord to pierce you with burning passion for him and his holiness. And in humility, consecrate yourselves for your higher calling. This is not a season to back down. This is a season to kneel down and spring forward. We are the victorious church who overcomes by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So come out of your caves, you who have been hiding, you who have faced conflict and defeat. Meet your 
undefeatable, risen, victorious, conqueror king, the Lord himself will minister to you and pour his holy oil on your wounds. Let him anoint you with his holy oil that you may burn and shine brighter and brighter. It is a light that will not go out. Arise and shine. Look up. Come out of your caves. Step out of the prisons that have no walls. For the Lord is calling forth his army to awaken, arise, shine. The enemy's chaos and the earth's chatter shall not be a setback, but like a slingshot, setback shall become a setup to spring us far forward, further into our callings. Our champion king is calling us to rise up, encounter his love, and shine. He is releasing a new boldness to speak and stand on his word of truth. Higher and sharper revelation and understanding. Those who walk closely with him will shift and shake. In the midst of chaos, we will still have his peace and take on new territories, especially in business and on social media. For those who ask, he's releasing divine and radical strategies to problem solve with heaven meets earth results. Stop looking behind. Don't look to the right or left. Here he is. Now is the time. Behold his light shining before us unto our feet. This is a new season and it is a season to walk on water. Our miracle maker is making new waves, new wine out of the old sunken places where our vineyards and grapes have felt trampled. So come out of your caves, put on the new, taste the new wine and see what the Lord has done and will do through you. Thank you, Laura. Erica. Praise the Lord. As I was in praise and worship this morning, the Lord showed me the earth, and he showed me the second heaven, which is the realm of heaven that circles the earth, and how he set it up. I'm going to give you some specific instruction for this year. He set it up so that our prayers, the prayers of the righteous, the prayers of the saints, actually pr uh, provide an impenetrable uh, realm, uh, impenetrable protection around the earth and darkness should not be able to penetrate. But the Lord said that we have gotten out of order and we have come off of our posts, our guard posts. And this is a year that he's going to put things back in order. He said this is a year of separation and a year of order. This is a year of awakening as we've talked about and kingdom positioning. It is a year of great challenge along great triumph. And let me provide some uh, wisdom so we can understand the universe God created us to live in is a dichotomous universe. There are two dimensions that lay side by side and we can be a Christian in either one of them. One of those dimensions is lack or it is darkness. Another one of those dimensions is plentious or light, plentiness, plentious. 
And the Lord is saying this year he's going to be crossing those of us that are pursuing him, those of us that are looking to him, those of us that are asking kingdom questions. He will provide a supernatural bridge from the lack and the darkness into the light. This is a year of separation from the wheat, from the, t- the wheat, from the tear, the light from the dark. This is a year of completion for those things that he has been literally having burn in your heart and soul to do for the last three years. This is not a time to quit and to sit back. This is a time to stand and look inward and upward. And I want to give you some kingdom questions to ask because I don't know how well we've been trained in our kingdom citizenship because when we know who we are in the Lord, we do not look to the world for any title, not my identity, not a political party, not single, not married. We don't even... apply titles to ourselves. This is a year God is removing titles, and there shall only be one for those of us who truly believe, and it is bride. There shall be one title, but we must seek him. This is a year that God is going to be releasing light upon the wings of angels like never before. So I instruct you, says the Lord, to pray prayers that ask for angelic visitations, angelic wisdom, angelic revelation that he is sending from on high. The Lord said, pray for your identity this year. So as we see those two realms sitting side by side, some will experience destruction and lack and famine, while others will experience the transfer of the wicked, of of, of wealth and resources from the wicked to the righteous. The Lord said he started that last year and it will continue this year. As we've said, as, of a, as a prophetic team, pray for kingdom strategies. He said this is not the year to quit. This is not the year to put pause on that business idea he's given you, that book he's telling you to write, that podcast he's telling you to start, that social media live streaming he's telling you to do. He has created technology for the use of uniting the kingdom like never before. Take back your equipping tools to spread the word of the gospel. He said this past year, he has spoken to us in those quiet places. And more than anything, he said he's bringing his government of order into the earth. And I don't know if we're aware of it, but I was always taught that the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers, that was the fivefold ministry in, my, in how I grew up. And God is saying, no, no, no. Every single one of my beloved, each of us in these seats today are called to one of those fivefold offices of government in the marketplace. Do you know who you are? If you do not, you must ask this year and God will release the answers that you are seeking like never before. And he's saying arise and he's saying wake up giants. Awaken to the healing power I have placed in your hands. Awaken to the immutable power of my love and joy. Awaken to the peace that passes understanding. Awaken to the revelation of my heart and mind that I'm releasing like never before in the earth. The prayers this year, you all, are for the revelation. But not just to receive them, we've been receiving them to release them with holy boldness. The Lord said you need no man's position or permission to be who I have created you to be. You need no man's permission 
to be who I created us to be. Rise and awaken and realize we are in the world, but we are not of it. Rise up and awaken the giants inside of us. This is a year of fearlessness. This is a year of understanding and operating in and asking kingdom questions so we can wake up our kingdom citizenship and rise like never before. We must know how to heal. We must know how to deliver. The Lord showed me three or four years ago that the hospitals were going to be overrun and they were going to come running to the church for healing. Pray into those things because we are living in such a time as this. So no matter what devastation is happening, no matter how many Christians may be experiencing that other lack, that other dimension, understand that you are called to more. You are called to rise and it lives in the questions that you release to the Father from your tongue this year. You have the power of death and life in your tongue. The Lord said, use it and ask me kingdom questions. And it is, his heart, it is his heart's desire to release answers. Arise, awaken, be separated, come out of the darkness, get the darkness out of you. And the Lord says, let's do this. <laughs> Thank you, Erica. So good. Thank you. Awesome. Well, Thank you to each of our prophetic people for sharing your word. And I recognize we've gone a little long on time, so thank you for bearing with us. But um, I just want to invite you to stand. I'm going to wrap up. We're going to just finish here. Here's, here's I mean, some amazing things just to chew on. And, and as I said, we'll, we've recorded it. And there's some more words I know that, uh, that others, you know, particularly Erica, hasn't had, didn't have time to share um, which we'll have, um, hopefully make available. But here's the thing, agree with the Father what he wants to do in your life. Did you hear that last question? Ask kingdom questions about what the Father wants and about what you need, what he's doing in your life, uh, so that we can move from a place of lack and darkness into a place of the more that he has in his light. And so press in for what the Father wants to do. Press in for more of Jesus and his presence Take, take time to worship and seek his face. In fact, just as a response right now, why don't you just say, Mary, when, when, Moses, when the angel said to Mary uh, that, that she was pregnant with Jesus, she, she said, be it unto me according to your word. And so just take a moment in your own heart to, to say to Jesus, if you want to, be it unto me according to your word. Have your way in me. And Lord, I offer up my heart. I offer up my life as an instrument of righteousness as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable and pleasing to you. Have your way. And take a moment to say, to make you know, a declaration in your own heart that you are going to fix your eyes upon him, not upon your circumstances. And I want to bless those seeds. You know, the prophetic word is like a seed that's planted. It's the implanted, let that word be implanted into you. That which is from God be implanted into you. I want to bless you for that seed to grow into a 30, 60 and 100 fold harvest in Jesus' name. We bless you, John.